Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with information on an important free resource for veterans, the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA crisis line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's app store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richmond. for this job because I wanted to cut loose and shake my rump. Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Turnbuckles, Turnbuckles and stogies! What up, everybody? It is us. It is the boys. We are back. It's Sunday morning, right after Survivor Series. A lot went down last night. We're going to talk about that today. And in the title, if you guys know him, and if you don't, then you're going to learn to love him. My man Arizona Jim will be on later. He's getting ready and set up now. He's in a different time zone. But we're here. We're hanging out. OG, what's going on? Morning, boys. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? What a great war game last night, wasn't it? That was absolutely phenomenal. I, I let me tell you, that was. We we've got some stuff to talk about after that one. I mean, I quit. yeah. I mean, there was a a lot of big moments. Okay, there. Hold on a second, fellas. I'm fixing something. Okay. 
Yeah, there was a lot of big moments though uh, in war games. Uh, I thought the the women rocked it. They took they stole the show last night. I mean, don't get me wrong, nothing to take away from the dudes, but man, every uh, every match was just absolutely incredible. I got it on replay right now. I'm watching it now. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I mean. The ending alone was just absolutely phenomenal, in my opinion. Yeah, I... Not to take away from anything, but... Whoa, hey, there we go. Brian and Jade. Nice. Cool. Welcome aboard, everybody. Welcome aboard. What's up, everybody? What's going on? We got some new subscribers. So I'm I'm not a big fan of WWE, as I told you guys. I mean, I watch it off and on, but I just I can't see the War Games is a WCW thing, and when they did the War Games, they did it right. I mean, not knocking WWE, but I'm just not. I can't see WWE. Well, they did. They did their own adaptation of war games, just like every company does, whether it's independent, uh, AEW, TNA, Ring of Honor. They all have their own adaptation of a war games match, just like GCW has their own adaptation of a war games match. Not everybody is going to be the same, but I will say that. It is a very um, interesting – it was very interesting the way it went down because we almost got a Damien Priest cash-in last night. Almost. We almost got a Damien Priest cash-in. And then all of a sudden, as he was just about to cash-in, he was, what, that close? <coughs> that close? Mommy was that close. She was that close to hand that briefcase over, and then the Viper came out. Shout out to my boy Randy. And Orton. when the Viper got in the cage, the Viper struck with force. Do you realize he's one of the oldest WWE yes. superstars that have not left Vince McMahon since he started, even the gimmicks that he had? He has not left well, Vince yet. If you think about it though, well, I can't say Vince. He has not he left never, WWE he left. never changed his gimmicks really never changed. He just went from a fun, lovable, I wouldn't even say fun. I would say a guy who the fans loved from top to bottom that from the minute he walked in until he left with his injury. He's in 40, he's in his 40s. He's in his 40s, and I think he's been in he's been in every many years. Event, every main event match he has been in. So I'm gonna light up. Because I need to wake up a little bit this morning there. So, but I want to thank uh, our, our subscribers, Jade and Brian, for jumping in here. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. So, I, I will say I, I enjoyed the whole pay-per-view. We have a few clips loaded up for you guys that we will be showing in a few minutes. So that people can get in here, because there's a few people that I know have. Um, there's a few people that I know 
have hit me up and asked me if we were going to talk about these things today. So for those of you that don't know, last night was the Thanksgiving weekend tradition that's been going on since what? The late 80s? Yeah, what? 88, 89? Undertaker's first year was when they started Survivor Series, right? His first one was what? 90? 89. No, Taker didn't debut in 89. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was 90 or 91. He debuted because 92 was his 92 was his second year. Or 92 was his debut. And then 90. He was wrestling that. And he was so he was wrestling that in WCCW and WCW. He wrestled in all the little territory, so to say. November 19th. And which was Survivor Series. The nineties is when he got signed and got his first contract. Yeah, nineteen ninety. The WWE. Well, here's how that worked out. So, so it was actually uh, Vince Richard, I believe. Vince McMahon called up Mark Callis, and he goes, "Mark answers the phone. He goes, hello. He goes, is this the Undertaker?' And Mark is sitting there. He goes, uh." And he sits there and he goes, yeah, sure. He goes, good. He goes, you have a contract being wherever on November 19th. And that's how it all got started. He goes, when I answered the phone, he goes, and Vince said, is this the undertaker? He goes, I didn't know what to say. So I said, yeah. He goes, and that's how it got started. But nobody knows how how the undertaker came about. Let me give you a little background on the undertaker gimmick. So there were two guys from Brooklyn. They were brothers, uh, and they used to go by the Undertakers. And they were supposed to debut in WWE. At the time, it was WWF. And what happened was they were over in Japan wrestling. And uh, I know Tony. I, I knew Tony very well. Shout out to him. He passed away. Um, and what happened was. When they were in Japan, Vince took that uh, gimmick and trademarked it, so they had to stop using it, and that's when he made Mark Callis the Undertaker. See, I didn't know all that. So That's how that started. So, yes, so our producer has told us that 1990 or 91 was the debut, but it was the 90s because I believe 1990, November. Yeah, 1990 was his debut. That was when Ted DiBiase had brought in his heavy hitter, paid the guy off, and in walked The Undertaker. And, I mean, the rest is history. He has transcended not only wrestling – he has transcended the the entertainment world in general. So there's he's one of those those characters that everybody says is larger than life. So that you know that larger than life persona would be Undertaker. He's one of the very few that have transcended that aspect. But on that subject of the Survivor Series. That that last night was, I mean, from top to bottom, just thoroughly 
impressed me for the first time in a while. And, you know, it was just one of those, ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Ooh. So, yeah, so there's there's so many different things that went on last night. We know what the main two are, and that was Randy Orton coming back and CM Punk coming back. And, I mean, I was shocked because I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, let's talk about it because last week, myself, you, and OG, everybody thought that the devil in AEW I, was I did. CM Punk. Am I correct, OG? I, I thought it was myself, to be honest with you. Um, did I think that this contract was going to get done? No. Um, but what I will say is, so so right now, our producer has a clip queued up of the press conference afterwards with how this deal came on and came about. So if, if our producer would roll that uh, press conference clip for us really quick, just so we can kind of give you guys a background on it. And you can see. We all want to know. We just saw it happen. CM Punk made his return to WWE here at Survivor Series. How did that all happen? And what's next for CM Punk? So this is um, one of those things. Is that me? Excuse me. All right. Um, is this still working? Yeah. All right. Th this was one of those um, sort of lightning in a bottle moments that came together very quickly. Um, but we are incredibly excited about it. You know, it's been a long time. And... Um, in some ways, been a long time coming. You know, you could say this about CM Punk. Love him, hate him, positive, negative, whatever you want to say. People talk about him all the time. Um, he is a, a magnet for that. He's a conversation starter. Um, and it's tough to look past that. And for me, if... If our fans want it, if the WWE Universe is excited to have it, then let's go. And we'll figure out the rest of it from there. Um, this came together super quick, um, which I'm sure is why it stayed very tight. You know, there's a lot of speculation at that point. It was nothing but speculation for most of the time. It was speculation. It didn't really start to come to fruition until everybody stopped thinking it was going to happen. And then all of a sudden it was happening. Um, but um, extremely excited, you know, a lot of time has gone by, almost 10 years, right? And if you are the same person you were 10 years ago, 10 years later, you've messed up. Everybody grows, everybody changes, um, and I'm a different person, he's a different person, um, this is a different company, and we're all, uh, we're all on, a, on, a, on the same even starting ground. So what's next for CM Punk? That'll be interesting, won't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm interested to see that myself. I know whatever it is, it'll be talked about. It'll be exciting. Um, and it'll be a thrill ride for the WWE universe, no matter, no matter what it is. Um, and I'm thrilled. We're all thrilled, um, to have him back here and, um, to have him back, you know, cliche to say, but have him back home in WWE to where he belongs. So on that note, so does everybody realize that when CM Punk left 10 years ago, he never lost the title. He walked out with the title and that's how that ended. And that's all because of the AKA, the former owner of WWE, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's why a lot of people left WWE because of him, because Whoever was in charge of talent at the time, it wasn't Triple H. No, it was, I believe Vince was head of creative still. Right. Not and only owner so and creative. He would, they would do the spots and then he would go, no, we want to do it this way. We want to do it that way. We want to do it this way. So a lot of people got mad and that's why he left. And that's why I was watching a video this morning where they said, will we ever see you back in a WWE ring? And this is what he said. He goes, Never, 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 never. So CM Punk, don't ever say well, never, that, my friend. That was also, too, you have to remember, if that was over 10 years ago, he had his own issues with, he had his own issues with Triple H, he had his own issues with Vince, he had his own issues with the entire company. Because we all know at the time, the end-all, be-all was Vince. There was no... Well, go talk to this one, go talk to this one, go talk to this one. The end-all, be-all was Vince. So I'm not surprised that he said never because he wasn't going back. And then we all know AEW rolled around. Punk found his love again. And in my opinion, you know, I will say that in my opinion, I think Punk, Looked better last night on his debut. Joel, thanks for joining, brother. Just overall than he did when he debuted in AEW. So personally. So OG, what do you think about him coming in? I think it's great. It's good for the company, good for punk. Did, did you see that uh uh they all got up the announce table and everybody to hold Seth Rollins back? The whole announce table got up to hold him back. Michael Cole, uh, uh, what's his name? Corey oh, Graves. I missed that. They all held him back because I'm going to be honest with you. He has made so many enemies in the business. And I'm saying this from a wrestler's point of view. He has made so many enemies in the business because, again, he's a selfish MF. I'm not going to say it on here because I don't want to get banned. But he's a selfish dude. Like, it's all about CM Punk. And you know what? In the wrestling world, it can't be all about you, brother. So, CM Punk, I know you're going to watch this because I'm, I'm going to tag you on everything that I do from here on out. But I remember when I was in the Jersey, in a school in Jersey, and you showed up with your blonde hair, and you only had one tattoo. That was a Pepsi tattoo. And you were an arrogant idiot back then. So... I still think you're an arrogant fuck, and I don't like you.
Now you you do realize because I'm going to tell you. I think because, I think Rollins I think Rollins is an asshole for stealing his moment. Me personally. First off, that that's a work. All Correct. that is, Correct. That's Rollins is not mad at Punk by any means for showing Correct. up. That's a work. This is all a work. This is this is them setting up. Survivor Series. Uh, this is them whatever. setting up a long term storyline with Punk and Rollins that could either go past to Rumble, past Rumble to Mania. I, that's what this is. Because think about it: if they would have shown that on TV, everybody would have said, "Oh my God, you're getting Rollins versus Punk." to start his rivalry. You know, you're getting Rollins versus Punk to, holy shit, that's the first rivalry he's getting when he comes in. He's getting a run at the belt. But if they show it off TV, it looks like Rollins is pissed. Right, correct, correct. So you have to remember, too, that not only was Rollins and Punk both came up through Ring of Honor together. Correct. So they've known each other for <coughs> almost two decades, I'm years, sure. 25 years. I'm sure they've known each other for at least over two decades. And will I say that they're friends? I'm, I don't know. I don't know if they are or not, but they've they've known each other. I don't know if they've ever wrestled. I'm, I'm pretty sure they did. But that's what I will say on that because we're going to – wrap up this little segment here we're going to talk there's more to talk about we're not we're not ending this talk here we're not ending this here we're going to wrap this up we're going to hit our commercial and actually our it's not even a commercial it's going to be our introducing of our guest today who is now in the studio So on that note, I'm going to turn it over to a commercial intro break for us to give you more on our guest, and then we will have our guest on when we get back. Michelle from Park Lane uh, Tobacconist. Come on down for a great selection of pipe tobacco, cigars, accessories, uh, you name it. Come on down and check us out. I want to thank Turnbuckles and Stokies for promoting us on their program. And back to them at MBR Radio. So right now I'm going to turn it over to him to introduce our guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring in my brother, my friend that I've been on Instagram with all the time. My brother, Arizona Jim. What's up? Good morning, everybody. What's going on? How y'all doing? 
How you doing? I'm tired. This is early for me, yo. <laughs> what are you smoking? I am smoking the Frecky from Family oh. by Loyalty. Oh. Nice. Shout what, out to my man, Alan. What size is that? Is that the Robusto, the Toro? This is the Robusto. Oh, dude. He When I met Alan, mm -hmm. he actually gave me that size in the Frecky. Oh, dude. That size is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Jim, we appreciate you coming yes. on last minute. And all right, my pleasure. His schedule. So, so he does his own show on Instagram, Arizona Gym Tea Time, whatever it's called, coffee time, tea time. You know, morning thing, the, the morning morning coffee and smoke show. Morning coffee and smoke show. And not only does Jim smoke cigars, Jim also smokes pipes and he's very well based in tobacco for pipes and everything else. So Let's turn it over to Jim. Jim, tell us about tell us about yourself, my brother. What do y'all want to know? There's a lot there. <laughs> so, no. so let's 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 this, start off this with this. Going to be a therapy session. Do I need to? Do I need what? to go back to try? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. So uh, what what made you get into cigars and and pipes? Let's let's start with that and kind of go from there. All right. Um, my first introduction to cigars was about 98. And a buddy of mine uh, turned me on to a little little uh, cigar lounge. <laughs> and uh, the very first cigar I had was that was an Ashton uh, white silver label. And just hooked, hooked right there. I was 18. Um this this was back in the day where you know when you were 18 you could smoke um and uh and it it, it i i thoroughly enjoyed it and then uh you know i was probably it's probably once every couple of weeks smoking a cigar um and then i joined the navy and uh unfortunately unfortunately uh the big kicker was um I got sent a care package that had a big, huge variety pack of uh, acid cigars. Uh, that's and, that's a good and a bad thing. Ex exactly, exactly. Um, I fell in love with the Cuba Cuba. That was my go-to stick for probably four years, uh, early 2000s. Um, and then I got out, got back home here to Arizona, and uh was kind of just like like it wasn't uh it wasn't like an everyday thing it wasn't an all all the time thing it was about 2012 uh i got a pipe and uh some some cheap ass tobacco and uh was absolutely a thousand percent hooked i started watching a bunch of youtube videos started you know seeing all these different people that were you know uh having conversations online through the the ytpc over on youtube started doing my own videos um and uh just kind of took off from there about 20 i want to say about 2015 it was all in then and it was you know now i'm smoking you know 
three or four cigars a week, smoking, you know, three or four pipes a day. And uh, it's just, it's just kind of snowballed from there. So let me ask you this. I'm, 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 I know how you came up with the name. So you came up with the name Arizona Jim because you're from Arizona, correct? So actually my very first uh, social media handle name that I came up with was Desert Piper. <laughs> and then uh, and then had right. had some unfortunate things occur that I needed to get rid of that. And that's when I came up with Arizona Piper Jim. And then in 20, oh, I want to say like 2019, I just stripped it down to just Arizona Jim. And it was really, the interesting thing is, is that when I first started, it was really kind of like uh, my, my Tabacchiana alter ego. Because nowhere... <laughs> Nowhere and nowhere else in life does anybody call me Jim. Nobody calls me Jim. But I realized like in my Navy days, I would always go to the VFW and hang out with all the old timers. And I'd introduce myself as James and they'd be like, oh, well, hey, Jim. You know, and you're you're sitting there talking to, you know, World War II vets, Vietnam vets. You know, it's like Korean War vets. And it's like, you know, who who am I? To, who am I to sit here and correct this guy? You know, no, I'm right. And then I started going to a lot of cigar lounges. And at that time, there wasn't really as many young people smoking cigars. Right. So I was kind of like I really stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, And so all the old timers at the lounge would all call me Jim. So I was like, well, I guess I guess it's already been written that uh, I'm gonna be Jim. I guess my house. name's Jim now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it was it was ridiculous. I was like, you know, and and I used to be like in any other situation, if somebody would go, "Hey Jim," I'd be like, <laughs> "My name is James." That. No. Well, you know, it's funny because you know, Jim, it's funny because like. And Joey will tell you, like, I'll get people out of call me. They'll be like, we want to speak to David. I'm like, there's no David here. And they're like, no, we're looking for David. I'm like, there's no David here. There's a Dave. And they're like, no, David. I'm like, no, Dave. And people don't realize my name's not David. My legal name is Dave. You know, so like you, okay. it's like I'm James, not Jim. But, yeah. you know, people just just take the Dave or the Jim and go James and this and that, you know, they mm -hmm. want to change your whole government name and it's not happening because I will not answer you if you call me David. Will not yeah. answer you. Yeah. And you it was, I mean? like I said, you know, it was, it was hanging out with, you know, originally it was hanging out with old, you know, war vets and stuff. It's like, you know, who the hell am I to sit here and correct this guy? No way. Not a snowball <laughs> chance. No, am I going to do that shit? OG can, OG can uh, vouch for that because he's a vet. Go ahead, OG. Hey, Arizona Jim. What's up, man? How are you, brother? Doing well, man. How you doing? Not too bad. Thank you for your service. I appreciate you, man. Likewise, sir. Hey, listen, I got to tell you, I lived out in Scottsdale for a little while. Absolutely beautiful. Only returned home because I was young and dumb. I probably should have stayed out there. <laughs> yeah, you should have. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just get the hell out of I Scottsdale. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what a lot of people say, but 
Get the but Arizona is uh, Arizona is I, beautiful though. I grew up in Scottsdale. When we first moved out here, uh, my family moved out here in 1993. We moved straight to Scottsdale, and later in life, I moved back to Scottsdale um, with my wife and a couple kids. And yeah, no, no, it's just it's too especially now. <laughs> gotten very artificial it's gotten very even more fake it's, yeah uh, I, i've heard that from multiple people yeah so i live more I live corporate about, yeah yeah i live about an hour hour and 10 minutes outside of scottsdale i'm way southeast valley okay so you so can get your I, you can when when you want to feel fake you can drive an hour hour and a half and go live up a little fake life Exactly. <laughs> when you want to feel fake, when you want the fake Christmas trees. Exactly. <laughs> but no, and so the the Arizona gym thing was was originally just kind of like my my alter ego in in the pipe and and cigar world, and I you I, I used to always get comments and DMs on Instagram about you know. I was always smiling in, in my pictures and I would you get people are. commenting. <clears throat> well, you know, life can suck sometimes, but it ain't that bad. Exactly. You know. Well, let me, let me give a shout out because Jim's son just joined the Navy. He just graduated. Yeah. So shout out to your yep. son. I take my hat off to him. So thank you, sir. Yeah. Boy, 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 Eric, Arizona, Jim, we got another thing in common. My my oldest boy is in the Air Force. He's been uh, in Germany for the last years. See? Wow. There you go. We, we got a lot in common, brother. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, and that and that's where and that's where the, the whole Arizona Jim thing really kind of excuse me, over the last couple of years has kind of I've I've kind of shifted my it's no longer just a alter ego, so to speak. It is the I've I've kind of coined it. It's a it's a lifestyle. Right. It's a mindset right. where right. you know life is always gonna throw you shit. Life is always going mm -hmm. to go around. Um have good people around you have have a good support around you for when those times happen um when those struggles occur um oh you know try to always be positive try to always be a source of positivity for other people mm -hmm. because no matter no matter how bad our personal situations may seem to us as an individual there's probably a hundred people that are directly connected to you that have it a fuck ton worse Excuse me. I, excuse me. I have I have such a filthy mouth. I'm sorry. Oh, I will try to. Keep you're it. nowhere near. You're nowhere near boss's mouth. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa Bo Bo Boss makes truckers whoa. blush. Mm. This is true. This is true. Watch, you gotta you gotta watch how that was phrased. That was a little. Uh, that that was a little. Um. You know what? I'm just gonna keep quiet. I truthful? can't say what I want. A little, today, truthful. So. a little truthful. A little truthful. Is that what? Is that? Is that uh, what you're going? For? Well, no. When he said Can you're nowhere close to his mouth, that uh, <laughs> I was a little uh, 
listen, Jim, we hold nothing back. <laughs> that was a little suspect. We hold okay. nothing back. We'll just we'll just leave that as that was a little bit of a suspect phrase the way that was worded. I think it did on purpose. So boss is boss is excited with that with that statement. So, mm -hmm. uh -huh. love you, boss. I'm excited. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's really kind of what's that? I said, see the love I get here. I get the love As here, you should Instagram, Facebook. You should I get it all over. I get it all over. Not just on your podcast, but on on on, on this one too. <laughs> I'd be but worried you know if what? they didn't. Correct. So, so Jim, let me ask you this question. So, hmm. what made you start the Arizona Jim uh, coffee and 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 stuff in the morning? It. I just wanted to fucking smoke and hang out. That, that's really i mean honestly that's really kind of how it started uh and it was and it was just really me and then kate and mark uh kate and i were doing a podcast uh last year and then uh we had some some very major changes in our lives happen that the scheduling never really worked out over like two or three months and we were like well we're just we'll, we'll just scrap it for right now and it's just never really come back up so, so when I started doing the Sunday morning, it was uh, it was always Kate and Mark joining me, and so like uh, at some point this year, it just kind of morphed into like it's the three of us, and we bring somebody else in, and you know some days I'm not there, or some days Kate or Mark aren't there, and you know it's just we rotate people in, and then um, it like I said, it was just really just sit around and hang out and listen, smoke and drink listen. coffee and all I gotta say and is started bringing, to you know yeah Shout we we your feelings on Kate. Kate has some uh some good tools. <laughs> yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong Kate has some uh, good tools and she knows it because I tell her that all the time. Oh yeah oh yeah she don't need you to tell her she knows she she knows. Kate has some good tools. If y'all don't know Kate, check out the Arizona Gym Show because Kate has some good tools. You know what I mean? I like how you were able to do that. Subtle. Subtle. Yeah, it's, it's kind of looking like you got some decent tools over there too, bro. I was going to say he's showing well, his dog. Mean, don't be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let don't that one jealous. slide. I'm gonna let that slide there. I'm gonna let that one slide. So, you know, I know that there was a, there was something we had talked about yesterday, and I will say, it has drawn a lot of attention because I've had people asking me. Yes, it has. What the news is? Oh. So, do you want to do it now, or do you want to go to commercial? Wait a little back. bit, and then do it when we come back from a quick commercial. Yeah, we'll do it when we come back from a quick commercial. All right. So on that note, we're going to ring that bell. We're going to roll some commercials. And when we get back, Arizona Gym's you're going to get the Arizona Gym exclusive, exclusive announcement. On, on Turnbuckles and Stogies Radio. You heard? 
been home about six months now And I still have my doubts Well, I'm not sure how I got here Or how I'm gonna get out Well, my mama says I look the same As I did before I left But if she could see inside of me It would scare her to death I can still taste the powder From the barrel of my gun And I can hear my sergeant screaming Run, soldier, run And I can feel the backpack on my shoulders God and wait a ton And I see death in every single thought They taught me how to put that uniform on I just can't get it off Last Saturday they honored us In a small parade downtown And when they shot off those fireworks I nearly hit the ground while they smiled and cheered for us All I could do was stare Cause part of me is here at home But part of me is back there Well I can still taste the powder From the barrel of my gun And I can hear my sergeant screaming Run soldier run Feel the backpack on my shoulders God and wait a ton And I see death in every single thought They taught me how to put that uniform on I just can't get it off Yeah, there's no end in sight Cause even though I'm home Still fighting for my life well, I can still taste the powder From the barrel of my gun And I can hear my sergeant screaming Run, soldier, run And I can feel the backpack on my shoulders Got in wait a ton Taught me how to put that uniform on. I just can't get it off. Well, the devil's won some battles, and he may win some more. But don't he know the American soldier will always win? So we're back on Turnbuckles and Stogies here, and we have our special guest, my man, Arizona Jim James, however you want to call him. So 
Now we're back. Now we're turning it over to the guys. So, so I will say, we do have some exclusive news for you. But there's one more question I'm going to ask before we get there. See, you see how I like keeping you guys on the ropes a little bit and keep making you think we're going to get to what you want to hear. But I got one more question before we do that. So now, Jim, you and I have had this conversation at length because of the what you have done in the cigar industry as a, a rep for a few companies, you know, so we, we've had this conversation at length and, and I try to get a lot of people to understand that it's not an easy task to do. Yeah, Bernie, what's up, bitch? Mm-mm. You know, like it's not an easy, it's not an easy task. It's not that everybody, it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. You know, I don't know if you share the same thoughts on it as I did. I have a different perspective. Okay. Um, it's easy as shit. The hard part, the, the selling cigars is the easy part. The hard part is the constant um, owner management. Mm, oh, I, uh, yeah. There you go. There you go. The cigars, getting in, look, getting in and talking to talking about cigars and talking about a, a particular brand of cigars. If if you are in that role to do that, you sh- you should be able to talk about it very easily. The hard part, and so I no longer rep any any cigar brands. Um. And the reason for that is it's a it's 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 like a full time job. Correct. <laughs> and and if anybody is trying to get into being a rep uh, the way that I did, which was part time, you are pretty much setting yourself up for complete and utter failure. <laughs> um, in my in my opinion, right? Because. And, and- you're you're 100 right on that because I've I've noticed that too. You have to have, you know, and 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 I've run into that same problem where you have to spend sometimes at certain lounges. You got to spend the entire day there in order to get your cigars in there. You have to sit there all day, and you have yep. to sit there sometimes. And and I'm sure you know, Jim. You got to sit there with bundles, and as people mm-hmm. walk in, just go, "Oh, here's a new cigar. I'm trying to get in here. If you like it, let the owner know. You know, I dropped it off to him as well." You know, like you have to sit there and hand out cigars to almost all of the clientele that walks in. Well, I, again, I have a different perspective. So I come from a a business background in the guitar industry. And my philosophy is, um, and it's, it's my philosophy. There's, there's different ways to do it. And there's no one wrong or right way. This is just the way that I like to do things. Um, I don't give away anything for free. Um, when when I, I I feel like when I give something away from for free, I I I personally am devaluing it. So, the way that I was working in the cigar industry was, and this is where it becomes a a full time gig. Lounge owners and and the the people that work at the lounge, um, 
they really, from my experience, a lot of them really just let people go in and buy what they want to buy and they go out and they check them out and then they leave or they sit down and they smoke. The only time that the only time that there's really any interaction is if the customer has questions. If the customer doesn't have questions, the lounge, the the people of the lounge are going, go buy what you want to buy. You know, and and we're going to strategically put stuff in a place where maybe you'll you'll see it better or something. Uh, But ultimately, the customer goes in and buys what they want to buy. The way that I was working it was I was going in and working the humidor. So I was basically becoming an employee of that lounge for four hours. And working the humidor, when people would come into the humidor – I would point them over to family by loyalty cigars, talk about the cigars with them, you know, ask what kind of cigars they smoke. And then I would go, Hey, you really need to add this to your, to your order today and, and, and give it a shot, give it a try. Um, now granted I was already in that, in that lounge. So that helped. So it was easy. Yeah. Yeah. So that that part of it was was easier. But even like, you know, going into some of these other lounges where, you know, it's uh I, I wasn't in, in those lounges yet. <clears throat> that does throw a little bit of a of a monkey wrench there because you're not in there yet. Um right. and so I'll gi- I, I will give cigars to the owner or to the buyer. You know, give you know four or five cigars. Share them, share them with the other guys that work here, the other folks that work here, and you know, let's let's get in here and and let's let's work it. But the the part of it that is a major pain in the ass is, and and the reason I say it's a full time gig, sitting down with with the lounge owner to talk about your cigars and everything else. That's you know, two hours, two and a half hours. Correct. Um, and then you just you're the squeaky wheel. Constantly back out you're constantly calling them constantly going back going hey let's let's work out a deal let's you know see what see what we can do to get in but once you're in and you're in that maintenance phase that's where the that's where the pain in the ass goes from my experiences lounge owners want to just be lounge owners buyers just want to be buyers they don't promote or push any one particular brand unless they have a a financial benefit for them you know so that's where it it was hard for me because i was trying to do a part-time and trying to get all over town i mean there's probably 300 lounges out here in arizona right i needed i I need to be in five you know so right that's where that's where that's where my my perspective is a little bit different on it selling is easy so so now so now my man so here's what we're gonna do so now we only have a few minutes left so now my brother and i say my brother because that's my brother arizona jim we've we've met on internet whatever now my brother is going to make an exclusive, exclusive. When I say exclusive, you heard it this here. This is the first, first place you're hearing first it. First place you're hearing it. Turnbuckles and Stogies. So shout out to Joey. Shout out to my man OG. Shout out to Arizona Jim. And shout out to myself. Yo, 
make that exclusive announcement, my brother. Oh, hold so, on. I got a question before you do that. Hold on. I got a question. No, I'm just messing with you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it ties into to the said, conversation. I'm just messing with you. Hold on. It kind of goes into how the the morphing and the growth of, of the Arizona gym, like I said, you know, it's really become kind of a, a lifestyle, a, a a way of thinking, a mindset. And uh, January 1st, I will be launching my own podcast called Arizona Gym. It's a lifestyle. Nice. And we're going to be having guests on that are business uh, experts. We're going to be, you know, it's like I said, Arizona gym to me is, is a lifestyle and my lifestyle is business entrepreneurship, uh, obviously pipes and cigars um, for me, sobriety, um, trying to be a positive uh, influence to others, trying to just put out positivity you know, that's why I, I typically am always smiling in, in my pictures. Um, like I say, you know, we'll have we're going to have business entrepreneur people on. We're going to have people that have uh, that extreme positive vibe uh, ideology. We're going to have people that uh, have military backgrounds and, and what we as as service and retired and, and veterans go through. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about uh, mental health. Uh, I know for me, pipes and cigars is a is is my therapy. Working out here in my workshop is my therapy. Um, I don't do AA. I don't do any of that shit. I do. Um, Wait, AA. I'm sorry. My name is Dave. Hi. My name is Dave. My name. My name is Jim, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. Um. But the goal is, is to have people on that also that that are intertwined in all these other areas, but are also into pipes and cigars. So while we are having these uh, in-depth uh, conversations, um, we'll be enjoying a, a good cigar or smoking a good, good pipe and some good tobacco and uh, going on uh, potentially a fairly deep. A journey right during on. each episode, and uh, I'm I'm in the process of, of awesome. locking down my first my I'm in the process of locking down my first guest, <laughs> who has been a staple in the pipe community online, and he has never done a podcast. He has never wow. he's jumped in on people's lives before uh, on occasion. Um, but he has, uh, never done anybody's podcast. Mm. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, that he gets back to me with a yes. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think what he has to say is very important for people to hear. Uh, and the fact that he is, uh, such a... So Vibrant. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Good luck to you. Thank you, sir. And Bernie, no, I 
I have kind of quietly slipped uh, slipped away from that. Just I don't have the time um, to be. I I go and I talk to people about it. I've given a couple of them to buddies of mine, and I know they've gone to the store locally here that has them and have bought more. Um, I'm sticking I'm sticking with, uh, for lack of better terms, the influencer. I hate that fucking word, but it's the only word I can come up no, with. No, listen, it's, it's true because I, I used to say the same thing that I'm not. I used to tell everybody I'm not an influencer by any means. I'm just a guy that smokes cigars, and I've been told by numerous people that, you're an that I'm an influencer. So well, as other people can tell me that. I hate calling myself that. I, no, I, I don't call myself that either. But that's I, 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 I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to go that route and you know on my a couple weeks ago on my morning show had a a young up and coming pipe maker I did actually there. I did catch some of that by the way that was good <laughs> yeah super super good dude super nice young young man uh, who's starting his his journey um. And had him on, so promoting him, you know, I still promote all the time, Family by Loyalty Cigars, OM Cigars, you know, guys that I've gotten to know a little bit more personally, uh, and and stuff that I use, stuff that I smoke, that's kind of where I'm at now. I don't want to do it in a, in a true pro- professional sense, like in a sales position or something like that. Um, well, Jim... We're gonna don't have, have to the have time to dive to it. We're gonna have to have you back on here. We're gonna have to do a. We're gonna have to do a second part. We're gonna because there's more to talk about. Part, obviously, there's more to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to have you back on here and finish this. Uh, this journey. Can we adjust the time a little bit? Because it's fucking early. We will. We will try to plan it out and adjust the time so it's a little later for you. Because <laughs> you're a I'm couple good. hours behind us. But we want to thank you for jumping on, bro. We appreciate you stepping up and, up, and helping us I'm out. And you know, we we will have you back on because this is a very interesting conversation. But I mean, as far as anything else, I think I'm good with questions for now. Oh, I'll gee, plan out questions more for questions for next time to get a little bit of an in-depth, you know, more of an in-depth look of your time in the industry and and you know, hopefully we'll get we'll get you on after your podcast gets up and running so we can talk more about that as well. Sounds good to me. Anytime. So, all right, Jim. Oh, well, gee, thank you. you. Anything you want to add? No, Thanks I'm good, having- Jim. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. We'll be uh, looking forward to talking to you again. Look forward to it. Much love, Thanks for jumping on, bro. Much love, kid. Love you guys. On that note, ring that bell. So ring that bell. We we're gonna run. We're probably gonna run just clip from last night of the RKO to JD McDonough, and then I want to play the one clip of CM Punk's debut, and then we can. We can call it a day because I, I will say as a Randy Orton fan, I, I truly, totally and wholeheartedly missed his insane timing with RKOs. And this one was just 
this one was just great. So if if we could have H roll that clip for us and just watch it in all its glory. Randy Orton's in position. This is my favorite part. This is a sick motherfucker. Right about here. Right <laughs> that here. was just right here. And there it is. I mean, I can tell you, I I wholeheartedly missed every single one of those RKOs. I, I mean, they were just absolutely phenomenal. It was so great to see that last night. There, there's so many more to come. I, I can't wait to see what he has in store. And now we're going to play the, I want to say, the biggest ship jump uh, since he showed up in AEW. We're gonna we're gonna play the the debut of CM Punk because that was ridiculous. Like, oh my god, that was awesome. That was so great. There he is. There he is. There he is. <coughs> but in all seriousness, he looks phenomenal. He looks good. Then he does the Randy Orton. Uh, he does the Randy Orton thing. Uh, yeah, he doesn't watch. I'm he not talking it. about him. I'm talking, I don't know who. He does it. He does it. He does like this. So, I mean, I personally think that that was fantastic. I enjoyed every bit of that last night. You may, you may be right, Coop. I don't know. We'll see. Only time's going to tell. I mean, obviously like any good company if you want the the cheap pop you bring them in in their hometown i mean that's just that's just common sense common business rule common sense for for companies like that i personally didn't think he was going to show up i honestly i will say i thought showed up in his jeep i thought he was the devil to be quite honest with you i really did i'm not mad that he's back I'm curious to see where they go with this coming out of Survivor Series. I'm curious to see what they do with him. I think with Orton, Orton is going to get a title run. I just don't know how they're going to do it. But I know for me personally, I would like to see Cody and Orton team up at least one last time and get one more run as legacy they and go the, for the titles. The titles. Um, I mean – We'll see. I, I think I think it's going to be interesting coming out of Survivor Series, coming into what we were talking about, you know, going into the Rumble. Things definitely just got a lot interesting, a lot more interesting for the next, uh, I'd say, couple of years, because I'm sure that that's what they're going to do. But 
We'll see. You got you got anything else to add, OG? No, I mean, I agree with everything you said a thousand percent. Um, I'm excited to see where this is going. I mean, in the sense of punk, I mean, there's so many different possible storylines. And they got Randy Orton, who you know who I think he's going after. He is the legend killer. I think he's the one that's going to take down Roman Reigns. Uh, I mean, uh, I, that's I've a possibility. Heard, well, so I don't think it's going to be Ro- I don't think it's going to be Randy. I do think it's going to be Cody, only because of if you listen to the promo that Paul cut after Roman and Cody's last match, he named off every single pay per view that Cody wasn't <coughs> one that he didn't that wasn't on that list. There's only one pay per view, and that was Mania. So I think I think Cody finishes the story. Uh, I yeah, I mean, that, that Coop, I could see. But is the story the Universal Champion or is it the World Champion? Universal. Well, I mean, to finish the story, it could be either one. I mean, is it possible that that? He loses it, and Punk picks it up, and Punk loses it to Cody. Yes. Is it possible that you get Punk and Randy at Mania? Absolutely. Now, do you think do you think uh, WWE is going to play that angle of uh, Punk being the chaser for a while? Um, I don't know if they're going to do the chaser for a little while. I think I think it's very possible that. We all know if you follow if you followed Punk's career up until the time he left, he never really lost, lost the, the WWE title. title. If he I, well, no, he lost the he walked out technically with the AEW title. I believe he did lose the WWE title. I think he lost it to Cena. Is when he lost it again because he did walk out with the title at one point and then came back and dropped it. I don't remember who he dropped it to, but. It's very possible that he comes in. I mean, if you want to draw an audience, you don't uh, you don't have him play for. I mean, you could have him chase for a little while. You very well could. Um, you could also just thrust him right into the title scene and elevate this title scene. There's now. Do you think he wins the rumble? Uh, you know, possibility. Either he wins the rumble or. They play off the Rollins is pissed and wants to challenge Punk. And Punk maybe tells him, you don't get a shot at, you know, or Punk challenges Rollins and Rollins says, you don't get a shot at me until the Rumble or you can't touch me until the Rumble. Because if you think about it, yeah, Rumble's I, I, what, 30, 40, 35, 40 days away? Yeah. Yeah, I could see Punk time. saying, I could see Punk saying, I got nothing to prove. Correct. I don't need you. You know, I could see him taking that angle. I, I, I don't need you. Correct. And then you and you see Rollins, you know. Yeah, you see Rollins like like Rollins does, you know, piss you off until you finally accept. Or or like Punk does, and Punk pisses him off until, you know, Punk gets him to accept. But I, I don't think... I don't think uh, I don't know, man. There's there's so many possibilities, but what I what I will say is, you know, there's so much to come out of this. There's so much. 
that we can we can say there's so much that we can do um i mean there's a million and one possibilities but on that note what i will say og is it's been fun it's been a good sunday shout out to arizona gym thank you again to arizona gym this has been another fun episode episode 12 survivor series sunday survivor series recap we can talk more about this offline, OG, but for now, everybody, we thank you for tuning in to Turnbuckles and Stogies. Thank you for subscribing to you. Hey, real quick, I'm so glad we did it the way we did it because it's freezing freaking cold outside, and that yeah. would have sucked. That would have yeah. absolutely <laughs> sucked balls. So I'm glad we did it from the comforts of insides of our houses. Absolutely. What? This has been another fun episode. I'm the Vanilla Gorilla. That's the big dog. That's the OG. This has been Turnbuckles and Stogies. Peace out. We appreciate you. We'll See catch you, you next Sunday. Week. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a 